Welcome to episode three of the podcast for up and coming dog trainers. My name is Jessica Friedman. My name is Katie McKnight and we are your hosts. This week, we'll focus on patience, patience with the dogs we train, patience with the human clients who hire us, and patience with ourselves. We often hear people involved in the dog world say that they prefer animals over people, and they may. Who are we to say that's not true? What is true is that humans are crucial to their pet dogs. Humans play a vital role when it comes to training their dog. There is someone else that dog trainers need to have patience with, and that is themselves. Having patience with yourself, whether you are a new dog trainer or a seasoned dog trainer, is important if you want to remain in this field. That is where we are going to begin this week's conversation. In the world of Amazon and Grubhub, it is easy to believe that everything happens with the click of a button and in the blink of an eye. When it comes to shopping and food delivery, it's mostly true. These companies make our lives easy with their quick drop-off services. When it comes to learning a new skill, patience is the key to success. Patience in dog training plays a vital role in your career as a dog trainer. It takes time to learn a new craft and even longer to master your skill. Training your own dog is a great start. Once you accomplish that, move on to work with different breeds, various temperaments, ages, and dogs with different skill sets. I once read that a new dog trainer should train at least 100 dogs to drastically improve their dog handling practices. And I agree with that statement. Each dog you work with provides a different scenario. These varying situations get you thinking outside the box and fixing problems. Avoid comparing yourself to trainers who have worked in the field for years. Instead, follow their social media and learn from them. You may not agree with all of their techniques, and that is fine. Walk away with the tips you do agree with. While following trainers is a great idea, don't fall down the rabbit holes where your day is consumed with reading blog posts and watching videos. Too much advice will frustrate and confuse you. Jessica and I have both studied under numerous dog trainers throughout the years. Jessica, how many dog trainers do you follow right now on social media? I only follow two trainers at the moment. I currently follow two as well. Sometimes that number increases to three or four, but no more. I can't handle the contradictory advice. It's just too much noise and it causes me stress. There's a joke about dog trainers. I believe I heard it first from you, Jessica, and it goes like this. If you put 10 dog trainers in a room, the only thing they can agree upon is the other nine are wrong. And the longer I work in this field, the more I agree with that statement. Everyone has the same set of rules, but put their own spin on it. It's maddening. While continuing education is important, at some point you need to trust yourself and exercise your own knowledge. Your techniques may not work for all dogs. Some will thrive while others will struggle. Often dogs just need more practice. You may discover that techniques you fully supported early on are simply bad advice. That's okay, it's how we grow. There are plenty of processes I used when I first broke into the field that I abandoned as I gained more knowledge. Limit your time on social media. Find groups that support the learning process and avoid groups where trainers attack one another. 
you will not gain any knowledge from nasty people. ISCDT runs a Facebook group called Dog Trainer Geeks. It is filled with positive people working in the field who support one another. Some of our group members are just learning the craft while others are experienced trainers working for years. The ISCDT mentors drop in to add fun by playing games. Another great way to build knowledge is seeking out dog training apprenticeships. Take online and in-person courses, attend seminars, and sign up for shadow programs that allow you to work directly with a trainer. ISCDT provides both online courses and a shadow program at an affordable price. There are also plenty of volunteer opportunities for new dog trainers. Connect with local rescue groups and dog shelters. Work with dogs belonging to family, friends, and neighbors because everyone loves free dog training. A huge step in growing as a dog trainer is trusting yourself and having patience with yourself. Katie, have there been times when people have said hurtful things to you and questioned your confidence? Absolutely. One that sticks out in my mind is a Facebook post I recently read. It was written by a well-known trainer who accused people of being stupid if they did not follow his techniques. It is ridiculous that something so trivial would affect me, but it did. I believe it was because I'm not familiar with his training, only his name. I have since realized that he has great marketing skills. He can engage a group by writing harsh posts with unfavorable statements. Did you follow his page to learn more? No way. His techniques to engage followers was a huge turnoff for me. I requested Facebook hide his future posts so I don't have to subject myself to his attitude. How about you? Has anyone shaken your confidence? Yes, definitely. Whenever a trainer says hateful words to other types of trainers, I find it a huge turnoff. One particular trainer is often spreading hateful messages and I will no longer look at their posts and videos. We need to support each other in this industry and not knock each other down. I totally agree. There are times when keyboard warriors from different online dog training groups got so nasty, I wanted to throw in the towel. In time, I've learned some things. Some people are jerks. Others are well-meaning. They just lack tact and empathy. They have been working in this field so long that they forget what it's like to be a newcomer. They lack patience to explain what they feel is the obvious, which in my opinion is not a good trait for a dog trainer. When it comes to working with clients, we have to avoid being well-meaning, tactless dog trainers. Owners are learning a new skill set. They're learning to adjust their body language and how to keep their emotions in check while working with their dog. While they love their dogs, they likely lack the passion to train them. Clients are adapting to a new vocabulary, hand signals, and leash handling skills. Often they must abandon habits they've practiced for years because these habits likely contributed to their dog issues. Sometimes trainers forget what it feels like to train a dog for the first time. When we lack patience with clients, it leads to frustration for all parties involved. When a client is turned off by a trainer, their dog misses out on an important education. It can be frustrating when clients require numerous reminders on proper leash handling and issuing commands. It's downright maddening when clients refuse to train their dog on a daily basis or implement a tool such as having a dog drag a leash. Quite often, we find when the dog's behavior improves, the humans become complacent in their training. This leads to old problems resurfacing. We should not place blame on the client. They hire us to help fix problems, not point fingers. Dog trainers must have patience with their human clients. No one wants to feel badly about themselves. They just lack the passion and skill that dog trainers possess. 
While the client does determine the level of success of their program, dog trainers must do what they can to empower their human clients. Dedicate yourself to helping human clients move forward in their training by guiding them through difficult lessons. Avoid grabbing a leash and doing the work for them. This practice leads to feelings of inadequacy and lowers the probability of success. Patiently teach owners to train their own dogs. Explain how practice, time, and repetition are essential for the dog to learn. None of us are born dog trainers. A successful dog trainer is a good teacher. They demonstrate as much patience and compassion for their human clients as they do for their canine client. In the end, the dog relies on the human. Which brings us to having patience with dogs. Dogs are as unique as people. They have their own learning style. Trainers from 30 or 40 years ago were brutal towards dogs because they didn't know better. The extensive education available to people now help us know better to train more effectively. There is absolutely no excuse for anyone to harm a dog. Some dogs learn quickly and others take time. Commands broken down into smaller pieces and more practice help dogs succeed. Recently, we had a client with a five-month-old dog. We taught the dog sit implied stay during the first lesson. At home, the owner could cross the entire room and back without the dog moving. Three days after the lesson, the client decided to show off the dog's new skill during an outdoor party at someone else's house. Naturally, the dog failed and the owner expressed frustration during our second lesson. We didn't point fingers or outline the unrealistic expectations he had. Instead, we explained the four stages of canine learning to him. We also explained that dog training takes time. Providing the client with a training schedule helped achieve his goals. Within a few weeks, his dog generalized the behavior and was able to remain seated in different environments. No one perfects anything overnight. Pushing too fast or too hard leads to frustration, burnout, and failure. Not only in dogs, but with humans too. If you struggle with patience or feel overwhelmed with dog training, we invite you to check out a website called Mindful. The site explains how to meditate and even provides free meditation practices for beginners. Meditation isn't your thing? Check out 10 different breathing techniques that help reduce stress with Healthline. Mindfulness, meditation, and breathing exercises can certainly change the mood each day. And if you want the links to Medful and Healthline, you can check out the blog post that matches this podcast. And we'll put a link in the notes. If you like our podcast, please share this podcast with your friends, subscribe so you're notified when future episodes post, and please provide a review. Reviews help others find us. This concludes today's podcast. Until next time, keep up the great work in discovering your passion and sprinkle in some patience. Want to learn dog training? ISCDT can help. Their online dog training program has you working with dogs under the supervision of a certified dog trainer and mentor. Their in-person dog training exposes you to an array of dog breeds, personalities, and age. You'll see what it's like to work with dogs and their owners. ISCDT, the program ranked top 10 in dog trainer programs by multiple sources. Check them out at iscdt.com.